Titles, go. Dragon this, dragon that. Blood gets sticky. Who can ruin the most days? Swift rain. It's where your dignity leaks out. The <laughs> Oasis. Salem bit me. This may. Not on her level. Avery Hawking. Gassed out. First 100. All right. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Orbs. And I'm Cal. Right here. I'm back, bitches. Technically, we're all back. Technically, yeah, he never left because we all took the week off. <laughs> I've been away two weeks. Still there. Oh, right. yeah, that's right. That's right. I was wondering why that show was so short. Um, that's right. He wasn't here that one week. That's right. Guys, what's got you geeked? You look in your pants. Well, other than uh, having Kevin back, of course. Um, last week, uh, we were in Massachusetts. We did our trip. I didn't talk about it beforehand because uh, I don't want to tell motherfuckers that I'm going to be gone. Yeah, don't uh, do And then that. broadcast it on the internet. Um, we, we mostly had a good time. I mean, my kid and my mother-in-law oh. both fought to see who could ruin the most days. Um, Perfect. They they ridiculous um especially our trip into salem avery just made it hell uh but regardless it was it was still a good vacation um i was still up stupid early every day i I just can't rest but uh one of the the more notable events that happened and i kind of told you guys about it and i can explain in more detail is uh salem bit me okay so I went and I bought. I got some new Crocs. There's a uh, an outlet mall near the where we stay, and there's a Croc store there. And they have, there there's these new new Crocs called Atlases that look kind of like sneakers, but they have a previous model and they had those there. Uh, really fucking cool. Like fit on your sh- your foot like like a sock. Uh, they're they're badass. So I, I picked those up, and we're in Salem. I'm wearing those around, and the holes are in different places. They don't look like traditional Crocs. They they look a little different. And we leave the Salem Witch Trial Museum. And we're walking to the right. If you're in front of the building, we're going down the sidewalk to the right because I'm I pulled up Google Maps and we're walking to the Satanic Temple because we didn't realize that everything there is so fucking far apart and we didn't know they had parking. So we 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 did. I mean, I, I hit like ten thousand steps on my Fitbit before lunch that day. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, but anyway, we get to the first major corner and it's uh, on Winter Avenue or Winter Street, if anybody knows Salem. 
And I didn't see it, but right near the corner as you're approaching it, this is all cobblestones. And there's one one stone. There's there's not a stone there. It's gray instead of red. And it was raised up maybe this far, just a little bit. And there were metal, like metal spikes. Like it kind of reminded me of railroad spikes, but smaller. Maybe they were more like nails. And they came up out of the ground at an angle and then were folded over that little raised brick on all four sides. And I'm walking. I noticed it, but I'm, I'm looking because I'm trying to decide if this is our, our spot. And, and I, in some way or fashion, I step on it. I didn't see myself actually do that. The fucked up thing is one of those spikes went sideways into one of the holes in my Crocs and punctured my toe. Now, at first, I'm just like, ow, that fucking hurt. We cro go across the crosswalk, get to the other street, and I'm like, wait a second. this fuck I took my Croc off, and I'm bleeding. And I'm like, shit, it's, it's bleeding quite a bit. So we proceed to walk for like the next half mile with my toe sticking to the bottom of my crock on every step and then ripping up. When it, yeah, because blood gets sticky. I stop at a gas station and I'm like, listen, dude, do you have a first aid kit? I'll buy something if, if I need to, but I need a Band-Aid, you know, and, and a bathroom so I can I explain to him that my I was bleeding. So he gave me a Band-Aid. I clean it off, put it on. I'm like, man, what, of all the fucking stupid things. I mean, you know, stupid shit happens to me all the time. So the rest of the day goes on as I guess expected. Uh, my mother-in-law hears about it because she's staying at the same resort we are and immediately freaks out and says, you need a tetanus shot. You have to get it the first 48 hours. You know, you could die. Tetanus is horrible, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I'm like, I'm thinking I have to come back and talk to my doctor. She's like, no, you should be able to get it at any pharmacy. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, if that's the case, you know, there's a big Y down the street. I'll call him up. So the next morning, I call the big Y. The guy at the pharmacy is like, I don't know why you're bothering. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, the vaccine isn't good for two weeks. You know, it isn't going to help you. If you if you have tetanus, you already have tetanus and you're done for. You know, there's nothing they can do. You're going to die, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy talking me out of it. Um, so I, I get down. Like store the, clerk. The, the, yeah, at the pharmacy. The pharmacy. Yeah, store clerk. Yeah. Pharmacy yeah. tech. Yeah. So I call yeah, my, no, my doctor. clerk. Yeah. I call my doctor and uh, the nurse there says, well, the first thing we would do if you stepped on a rusty nail is give you the vaccine because that that's what you do. So I went there and got it anyway. So I'm not going to die. My shoulder still hurts. She, she goes, it's going to feel like someone punched you in the arm. I was like, damn, this is worse than any other vaccine I've ever gotten. But um, that was my part of my eventful trip. Um, it was weird. I don't know why dumb shit like that happens to me. Like I don't have enough broken shit on me to begin with. Life's just hey, let's 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 fucking you know stick a, a nail in his foot. Why not? I have two questions. Yes. First, is your daughter smarter than every other human being alive? And is that why? Well, follow up question: Is that why she makes your life difficult? No, absolutely not. Okay. I okay. I may disagree with that, but I have I've only met her the one time, so I don't really know for sure. Well, I mean, she's a smart kid. Don't get me wrong. Second but, question. Okay. Second question. Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Yes. Okay. Does anybody else understand the reference? I have not seen it yet, but I, I, I'm told that it's A, practically a documentary at this point, and B, it's something I really need to see. But I, I saw it like, what, 20 years ago when it came out? I don't know what you're referring to either. 2006. The costume designer decided that um, the startup shoemaker that made these horribly idiotic plastic shoes 
were so incredibly ridiculous that no one would ever wear them. So she put everyone in the movie in them. Crocs? Okay? Oh. Everybody called. wears Crocs. Interesting. I love my Crocs. So Next. I have Crocs, but they don't look like Crocs. They're like deck shoes. What do they look like? Deck shoes. You you know what the whole so the, so wait so they look like deck shoes are they like you talking about like like boating shoes they're deck they're deck crocs they're deck crocs what deck deck shoes I you know what the whole were deck shoes I I, I know, my, my mom has like seventy five pairs of crocs you know what the holes are for I would assume ventilation so the water can come through no it's where your dignity leaks out. Very true. Very, very true. <laughs> Your snark cannot penetrate my comfort. Sorry. <laughs> That's also a good line. <laughs> All right. Continue. Trying Arms. to figure out what your deck crocs look like. I heard it somewhere. Does it mean? I don't understand. I don't either. Um, <laughs> no, Arms, what's got you geeked? Nothing. Nothing? Not even trips to Rochester or anything? What are you drinking over there? Gentle the best beer ever. Tennessee specialty Ruby Red Colts. So you drinking Jenny? It is the easiest drinking beer you wouldn't you'll know ever it. have in your yeah. life. It's Unless you hate grapefruit. If you hate grapefruit, hate grapefruit. grapefruit mm. then you wouldn't like it. Uh, then I won't like it. It doesn't Stick really have orange. any in it. It just has a little bit of a hint to it, but if you don't like it, then you wouldn't like it at yeah. all. I mean, yeah, I mean, I went to Rochester for a golf tournament. How was it? Come on! Well, I'll talk about it. Who was there? Everybody was there. Golfers. Golfers! Shit! I I kill all the golfers. I'm going to lock you up throw away the key. Golfers? No, no, golfers. The brown furry things. Beavers? I thought those were beavers. Caddy Shack. (laughs) Caddy had a big brown beaver. Anyway, go ahead. What? It was Winona. (laughs) Yes. That that was another thing. Driving through the mountain, we actually saw. Uh, there's lots of beaver dens, but we saw two beavers working on one. Oh, nice! I've never actually yeah, seen you that. Ne- you, yeah, you never see them out there. Anyway, sorry. On the den or, the, or on one uh, of their dams? Uh, on the the den. The den dams. Those damn no, dens. They're, they're not the dam. The dam is never the den. The den is no. never a dam. Nope. Damn. Sorry. Dang. Anyway, Corbs, um, what do you got? So yeah, I mean, we went to the so I went to the PGA Championship on Friday, which was fantastic. Um, we left here at 4.30 a.m. on Friday morning to get there by we – were, we arrived in Rochester around 5.45 or so. We have to be at a park 20 minutes away from the golf course because there's no parking around the golf course, like no open lots. It's not like going to – when we went to the Masters, there was a parking lot on the golf course grounds. No, there's never parking on the golf course. Well, yeah, I mean – you can once, then you're not invited back after that. Um, so we so we had, we had to be bussed in, um, but yeah, I mean it was a good time. I'll talk about it more during uh, my sports segment. But yeah, I mean it was it was fantastic. I mean, we were one of the first hundred people on the golf course in the awesome. morning on Friday, so we got a chance to walk the golf course. Uh, I walked about ten miles on Friday in about six hours, so. So definitely got my workout. My legs still, my legs are still a little sore from that walk. It's and it's not like 
when you were in Augusta, where it's virtually flat, like there was hills and stuff that we were walking up and down at the at this golf course. So, but it was a good time. It's a good, good. time. So, that's all I got. All right. Me, my turn. Yeah, you. Oh, you. All right. Yeah. So, uh, vacation coming up. Leaving tomorrow. Well, Friday. Friday morning. You're not working Friday? You're leaving Friday morning? Leaving Friday morning. We're heading nice. to Virginia. And we're going to be in Virginia and North Carolina and maybe Georgia and maybe Tennessee. Um, we're going to go as far as we can and just ride all the great roads down there and the Blue Ridge Parkway and Tail of the Dragon and Dragon this and Dragon that and hopefully not Dragon ass. Excuse me. So are you are you riding down from here? No, we are putting um uh we're going with a, uh, some friends of ours, a couple. They have a gold wing and they also have a truck and trailer. And we're we're gonna put the their gold wing, my wife's Riker, and my bike in their trailer. And we're all gonna drive down to a B and B that they've been to before in Roanoke, uh, Virginia, nice. that is. And we're gonna stay there Friday night. The lady that owns the Airbnb um, has lots of property, and we can park the truck and trailer there. So we're going to leave from there and ride to places unknown where we don't really have, you know, set destinations. We just want to go really right. ride some good roads and have some fun and just be away for a few days. And then um, go out, make our way back, you know, and then come back on Sunday. So nice. it's uh, from whatever the this friday until you know a week later so it'll be nine nine days or so total nice. yeah my aunt yep. lives down in down in roanoke so okay yeah so. i've got i've got a cousin lives down that way um south of dc i don't know exactly where to be honest that's a i have to really look her up and i probably gonna get in trouble if i don't um yeah anita yeah, when we uh, when we drove to uh, Georgia, I let my know. Obviously, we were on our way down. I'm like, hey, we're heading down. We're going to be driving through Ronald. She's like, oh, I wish I would have known. You guys could have stayed with me. Could have drove down and stayed and then drove the rest of the way the, ne the next morning. Right. She was actually in Boston when I was there. So she's, she said that if if we wanted to, we could. I didn't have the keys, but she would said, you guys could have gone and just crashed at the house for the night. Oh, nice. But I said, no, I said we had plans early in the morning. So, but so next time, if we do, if we do do the trip next time, then I will plan it a little better. And maybe we'll take a ride to her place and spend the night. You know what? Come to think of it, my cousin, Anita, the one that lives down that way, they have a bed and breakfast. Now, I never asked my friends who they were staying with. <laughs> Wouldn't that Wouldn't be something? <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if it was my cousin? <laughs> How fucking funny would that be? That would be pretty wild. I don't think she's in Roanoke, though. I'm pretty sure she's not in Roanoke. But I've been wrong before. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Fantastic. Um, my, mine is not vacationing or nails through my feet. Uh, mine is the fact that, uh, geek pods got their first, uh, con appearance of the year coming up very soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, most of us, some of us, maybe, um, 
june 2nd through the 4th at bill gray's ice complex in rochester new york we will be doing intergalacticon um mostly star wars guests and uh some star trek guests some other cool shit involved in that too uh the, the one i'm i'm personally most excited for is uh timothy zahn the author and creator of grand admiral thrawn so mari jade rook all the other ones from those he, he's gonna, gonna be, be very t- popular he is going to be very popular there probably hard to get close to for anyone you know what i say that but what I have found is that the the frequency of people that have followed the books and the animation is kind of low. Hmm. I don't know. He uh he always seems to be quite popular. Well, I follow his page on on social media, and he he posts a ton of pictures of people coming up in costume as uh as Thrawn and and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, and at least Thrawn transcends and it's going to be even more so what in august when uh when we see him on ahsoka well we we think right yeah well he's been cast yeah yeah but uh if you guys are in the area not doing anything that we can come on out see us see all the cool guests uh i mean they have tons of actors from the the films coming um people that we're in where Ewoks, I believe. We have some uh Gimmerian guards. Oh um the guy who's most clocked most time in the uh the Darth Vader costume. That's not David Prowse. Um one of the stunt doubles that was Boba Fett in the original trilogy also was Boba Fett in the special editions. He was he was in the armor then. Oh. I don't remember all these names. Um Sounds like it's going to be a, a pretty cool time. Some of our, our old friends will also be there. Um, Jesus Christ. Kevin Conrad. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ is going to be there? Yes. Yeah. He and he's, I he's can talk about grill. nails in our feet. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was the best. Kevin Conrad, good buddy of ours for years now. Um, comic book artist. Um, Kiss. Um, tribute band drummer as well. Uh, he's gonna be there. He's a good time. Uh, certain members of our audience um, tend to drool over the man, so should be a very, very I'm not fun to. time. Sorry, I mean it's it's hard. He is a damn fine looking man. I got to give him that. It's hard. You're right about that. You have got a problem tonight, man. Because <laughs> there's no Jack. No, I bet you he's had plenty. <laughs> it's actually bullet, but close enough. <laughs> All right. So let's keep this thing moving. Guys, what are you playing? I started something new. Um, I started playing a bit of an older game. Uh, It was on on a Steam sale. Uh, Castlevania Lord of Shadows. Or Lords of Shadow, I'm sorry. And uh, for those who don't know, um, the first attempt to turn the Castlevania series into a 3D game was, uh, I think it was Castlevania 64, maybe? I think it was on the Nintendo 64, and uh, it was kind of a disaster. I mean, I I liked the game, but it was that that area when switching over from side-scrollers to 3D, you know, sometimes things just don't translate. Um, A few years later, quite a few years, they release uh, this. This was like PS3, and the series uh, uh, spans three games up to like, I I think, PS4 for the last one. Uh, Much better looking, and 
I'm actually enjoying this an awful lot because it seems more like a, how do I want to put this? After playing something like Elden Ring, which was just infuriating, I can get through this. Like t- this evening, uh, before I had to go do shit, and, but after work, I uh, played this boss. I was actually trying to play in the car on the way home from Massachusetts, and I, it just, it was the kid oh, hit driving? me in the back of the head. No, my wife was driving. Oh, thank but God. The, the music's oh, on. My, God. My, my kids hit me in the back of the head, and I just couldn't do it. Um, but it was it had challenging mechanics. It was one of those bosses you had to climb and do all sorts of stuff. But I was able to figure it out within a couple of tries. So it's it's challenging, but not so challenging that you get frustrated. So far, nothing's taken more than three or four attempts to get through. And I mean that that's kind of nice because you know sometimes you buy a game to enjoy it, not to get pissed off. Right. Um, but yeah, um, so far so good. Uh, I'm gonna play my way through the series and. Uh, uh, see what I think. Uh, that's about it for new games. Outstanding. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm playing. Go, uh, go ahead, Corb. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm still playing uh, Sniper Elite Five. Nice. It's like I finally I finished the the first mission and then realized that I didn't kill one of the people that needed to kill the correct way, so I got to redo the first mission, which Ooh, is great. Sons of bitches. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, it's great. You know, the, the, the kill scenes are fantastic. The cut scenes are fantastic. You see the bullet, like, ripping through, like, the guy's forehead and face and stuff As like that. Does. It, right, I mean, if you if you, <clears throat> if you kill him stealth style, I guess, is um, you, they show him, like, the guy sticking the knife in his lungs and stuff like that and slitting his throat and whatnot. It's, it's, that's pretty cool, so. Um, but yeah, that so sounds I'm, wholesome. It does. Right. It, does. it is. That's that's why I let my uh, my girlfriend's ten year old play it. Even better. Not. So um, but yeah. So that's just that's what I've been playing. So but I got to go back through and redo the the first mission. So. So. Kevin, what about you? Well, you know, as as you all know, I finished Last of Us, and that was a phenomenal game, and I just had a great time with it, but. I really haven't had an opportunity to play much of anything else because with the good weather, I'm, you know, doing the guarding out, garden stuff outside, you know, we're getting all of our vegetable plants and I've been doing some other stuff out front. Um, but I, I did have an opportunity to get back into the PlayStation and play some more of the um, Far Cry 4. I really, you know, I, it's it's the mechanics are fun, right? the um the the it's it's different than far cry 3 there's it isn't as challenging in some ways and in other ways it's more interesting so there's they've they've changed so much between 3 and 4 that um it it, it feels like a different game um and i just i really like 3 so much that I want to play three again. You know, there's a part in three where, and, and I've seen this on online on the forums, there's a part in, in Far Cry three where you 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 get the, the flamethrower for the first time and you have to burn down all these uh, poppy fields or marijuana fields or whatever the hell they are. And the kid is just laughing his balls off. <laughs> and they're playing this Rasta music in the back and it's just this, and it's loud, and it's raucous, and he's having a great time, and he's just, that kind of feeling 
that is why I play Far Cry 3 so many times through over and over and over again. It was so much fun and it was so it was so interesting. The the, the gameplay, the story, it was so awesome. And I just don't feel that in four. Four just feels I don't know. It just feels like a I don't know, just like a shoot 'em up, you know? I mean, it's okay. I, I, what I might do is I might just like to hit, abandon it and go to five and just see if that's any better. And if that's no good, uh, go to six. I, I don't know. I don't know I, what to do. Here's the thing. I played four first before I played three. So I have a lot of love for that game and the setting. And, and I just, I, I think it's fantastic. Um, I didn't notice that three was more exciting than four. Um, there was a few some of the mechanics weren't as well developed in three as they are in right. four. You're right. So, you're right. So I might have been I mean, I still loved it, but I think maybe if you if you just stick with it, your opinion might change because I it's a it's a massive world and yeah. you, you haven't unlocked everything yet. And, right. and it absolutely picks up um the the excitement level. I, I will say that before you go to five, I suggest you play primal first. I thought you said Primal was no good. No, I didn't say that. Oh, what was the one I said you it was said different. Could... I, I don't like five. Oh, you don't like and, five. And, and That's I have six. And I mean, I played like the first couple hours of it and I haven't picked it up again. Neither mm. of them grabbed me like three and four did and Primal did. I, I think Primal you'll really enjoy because it's it's a good palate cleanser. But But the whole thing is that you have kind of a trilogy of games there. Primal and Far Cry 5 use the same map, except one happens in prehistoric, you know, saber-toothed tiger times, and the other is oh. modern times. They don't look the same, and they're not technically supposed to be in the same place uh, in canon of the story, but they literally took the two, used the same map twice. Oh. That That's well known, uh, but you don't notice it. The problem is 5 is is so our world, so upstate New York, that it, I just found it boring. Um, from there, you go to Far Cry New Dawn, uh, not not six yet, because New Dawn is oh. also the Far Cry map, but it's supposed to be. There's an event that happens, and now it, it's a slight time jump, and you're in the same place, but everything's very different. Uh, and I don't want to give away much oh, more than New that. Dawn. Give away the story. You, um, I, I think have, you've I mentioned it to Dawn. me before, so I'm following you on this one. I know what you're no. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Paul, I, I have New Dawn. Paul, you got to buy New Dawn. Mm-mm. Come no, on! No, I bought the rest of them. Fucker. Why don't you just borrow my copy? Or okay. there's that. Okay. But, but it won't be at the pay-per-view this week. I don't... Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like it. I, I do. I like the gameplay. I like the, I like the world. I like the discovery. I like the adventure. I like the exploration. Um... You know, and 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 I'm and I'm finding I'm finding my way through. But here's my thing: I learned I learned how to play the game, and sometimes that doesn't mean following the story. Sometimes what that means is I learn the tricks of the game. I learn how to listen, how to play through, and you know the right weapon to use, the right tactic to use just to get through something. So sometimes I miss some of the nuance because I've already learned the secrets of whatever the, the developers built into the game to, to, to 
you know, to, to give you a way to get through something that was difficult, but maybe you wouldn't be able to get through if you didn't figure that out. So, and I've talked about this in the past, you know, I pick up on these things and once I learn them, the game kind of loses something for me. And I didn't get that in three. There isn't, there isn't a method. There isn't a technique. There isn't a weapon that gets you through everything in three. In order to in order to get some of the uh, what are they called the, the not not awards but the um, achievements achievements in order to get some of the achievements you have to do certain things that I don't see that limitation in four and that's what makes three so challenging for me is that you really have to you really have to learn how to sneak and kill. And in four, I don't get that. I don't, I'm not. I'm not forced to sneak up on somebody and kill them. I can just, you know, lob a bunch of you know, forty millimeter grenades in on them. And and so what if they call in the troops? Who gives a shit? I just keep lobbing them in there, and I can just waste everybody. And then I'm, I win, and I get the next camp. And sounds like you need to turn up the difficulty. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you're playing at like my speed. <laughs> You're onto something, I think. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to do that. He's all turned around on it now. I'm going to do that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll hate it if it's on super ultra, you know, violent mode. Who knows? Anyway, that's where I'm at. Perfect. Uh, I haven't actually been playing anything, but news did break, I believe, yesterday or today. Um, AEW Fight Forever finally has a release date. I'm pretty sure Kristen um, pre-ordered it for me a year ago. I was supposed to get it for Christmas. Uh, but now it's finally coming out June 29th, so we'll have our very first AEW video game. Um, it's being compared to the old Nintendo 64 No Mercy game from that that vein of them. Um, apparently, um, Orange Cassidy and Evil Uno were demoing the game on on. on their Twitch stream, AEW's Twitch stream, AEW Arcade or whatever it is. So that that's where they announced everything today with those two playing video games, playing as themselves in the game. So, um, and if for no other reason, I'm going to love this because Orange Cassidy uh, will do pin attempts with his hands in his pockets. In the game. So for the first time in video game history, there's going to be a button specifically to put your hands in your pockets. Yes. So. Wow. <laughs> And Kevin is extremely confused on this. It's going to say, play pocket pool now. You have to know Orange Cassidy. Um, All right, but that's all I have for gaming. I haven't had a chance to play much anything. We've been a little busy around here. Like Kevin said, we're doing all the outdoorsy bullshit. Which means, guys... Pool's open. Yep, pool's open. The, uh, the, the, The show oasis is all set to oh, go so as man. soon as the weather yeah 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 um soon as the weather GFC. cooperates we'll start be start having the uh the premium live events out back as Hugh suggested because that was a brilliant fucking idea so i'm gonna start stopping by there on my way home every day i work in the city yeah you said that before and then get all dejected because no one was home and you just left again. Well, what the fuck, man? Just give him a key. Let him. He can let himself in. 
He really doesn't need a key. He didn't have them back. He didn't have the show oasis open yet. There was no beer in the fridge. There is now. Sorry, I had to write that down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But anyway, I think it's now a pretty good time to keep this shit moving along for Kev's Tabletop Review. Have I got a game for you? All right. So I got on BoardGameGeek.com earlier today, actually about an hour and a half ago. And <laughs> I I started looking up some lists, and I found this list on there. And, and people make different kinds of lists. If you look at the geek lists on BoardGameGeek.com, you'll find all sorts of lists. The hottest games, um, the, the most used games, the most talked about games. This one guy says, I cleaned out my closet and I, these are 20 games that I kept. Well, I looked at that list and I found a game on there that I'm like, well, I should check this out. That game just happens to be Monopoly Deal Card Game. If you've played Monopoly the board game and been bored out of your fucking mind, like I have several times, you know that Monopoly the board game can take hours and hours and hours and hours and hours especially if you play it right to the exact definition of every single thing you could possibly do. This game condenses that. In about 15 minutes, you can play through a game. In fact, you can play this while having intense conversations with your with your guests that you happen to have over. This is a great little game. And let me just explain to you how it works. You have a deck of cards, and you'll deal five cards to every person that plays, okay? You'll have a, a draw deck and a discard pile. You have several kinds of cards that you can have in your hands. You can have property cards, you can have action cards, and you can have money cards, okay? If you have property cards, what you have to do is you have to build three sets of properties, three monopolies in order to win the game. Now, there's, there's variations on this. You could go to four, you could go to five. You could make it, you know, game take longer and longer. Do whatever you like. The other game, the other cards, the the action cards and the money cards are what you use to steal properties, to get the money from other players. And every single card has a monetary value. So maybe Paul has started to put down a piece of property, right? But I put down an action card where he's got to pay rent. And guess what? He doesn't have enough money cards, so he has to use one of his property cards to pay me rent. That's how I build my properties and eventually possibly win. So the game goes back and forth. You play round and round. Every hand you draw two cards, and you can play up to three cards. And the way you play the cards is maybe you put them down in front of you. Maybe you put them on the this card pile, which is the actions where you play them against other players. Or maybe what happens is if I play a card against Paul and I say, I get to take all of your Monopoly. So you have all three pro- all three properties of a single color. I get to take those. Paul could throw down an action card that says, nope, and deny that. So very, very interesting game. Very action-packed. 
And here's the rest of the details. Two to five players, 15-minute playtime. 15 minutes! And really, it takes less time to get up and running on this than any other game I've ever I've ever reviewed. Ages 8+. Eight, eight, uh, plus. Uh, community said the same thing, 8+. plus. The weight on this, 1.32 out of 5. Now, these are, these are stats all from BoardGameGeek.com. I just bought this game tonight. Normally around $10 for this game. I paid $5.95 for it. Wait. No, I didn't. I got a $3 Amazon credit from something I don't even fucking remember. So I actually paid $2.95 for this game after shipping and whatever else. So I've got this game coming to me. That's how much fun I think this is. Uh, the family of the... Of the uh, it's a it's a card game. It's it's got an economic feature to it. Hand management, set collection, take that. In other words, I get to take from my other players. A uh, very 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 fun game by the looks. You want to find out more about this game? Go to boardgamegeek.com. Look up Monopoly Deal card game, or look up look up like Paul did and do nothing because he's a moron. Monopoly deal card game. Look it up, buy it, have fun. That's my pick for the week. All right. Well, I deal with this moron. Why don't you guys stick with us? We're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back with the news. Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment, located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Before you lose a $5 million defamation suit and go on CNN the very next day and defame that same person even more and get sued a second time, here's the news. First up, Dirty Streams, done for $18.99 a month. 
On Tuesday, the HBO Max relaunch as Max officially took effect. The streamer is dropping the first half of its name, going now only by Max. And while we should accept their identity choices, the relaunch was plagued by all sorts of technical issues, rendering the platform unusable for many subscribers. But I'm sure that things will go more smoothly now that they've removed the most important issue with the platform. The media manager over at NBC's Peacock streaming platform had this to say in response on Twitter. I know you're all very disappointed, but I will not be dropping the first half of my name anytime soon. Can you guys imagine? Watch WWE WrestleMania this Saturday only on cock. That'd be hilarious. Next up. Sharing is caring for $8.99 a month. We seem to have a theme here. On the same day HBO Max took its married name, Netflix stealth released their new charging for password sharing plan. Now you can pay $8.99 a month to allow a friend or family member to share your account. Basically, anyone trying to use the account outside of the established home networks must now pay a fee to use the service. While this is a sad day for college students and divorcees everywhere, it does make sense. My only issue is if you pay for X number of active streams, it shouldn't matter where they come from. For instance, our account allows two simultaneous streams. Occasionally, my mother-in-law is watching something at her home, and my wife is as well. When that happens, I watch something else. To be charged $8.99 for my second stream it seems like something that could be litigated. While I'm sure some folks will pony up the cash, there are a ton of folks who are going to look at other platforms because of this. Now is the wrong time to push your customers to assess their options in the streaming space, which is why they likely launched this on the same day Max crashed and burned, hoping no one would notice. We see you, Netflix, and we've noticed you aren't as shiny as you once were. You have less new content than ever, and everything gets canceled after one season, unless it's a fucking baking show. And finally... If you shake it off into a jar, you can sell it for $250. An enterprising Taylor Swift fan has found a way to make up for the second mortgage they had to take out to get tickets to her overpriced concerts. At a recent Massachusetts concert, Massachusetts concert, I can talk, it's been well publicized that an epic deluge of rain delayed the show for quite a while. One fan appears to have collected that rain in jars and is now selling it online for $250 a pop. I mean, I suppose it's safer than buying a Twitch streamer's bathwater, less daily dirt and herpes. But still, how do you authenticate that to begin with? And how do you avoid divorce when your wife finds out your kid has to wear busted shoes for another two weeks because you needed Swifty rain? How does Swift not capitalize this by selling her own bathwater? People are starving in the world, and we are buying water that fell from the sky. I wonder if the rain collected near the concession stand spells faintly of boiled hot dogs and Budweiser. I guess we'll never know, thankfully. Fucking weirdos. But wait, you get some bonus news this evening. File this under, I'd buy that for $44 billion. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced he is running for president just about two hours ago as of this recording. He made the announcement on a Twitter space with oh, Elon Musk. Twitter space is kind of like a conference call broadcast on the internet. And I'm sure it's great when it works. The first 20 minutes of the call were mostly silent, as the speakers would drop out and vanish for minutes at a time while they tried to get it working again on the back end. Finally, they had to end that space and start a new one. That one was also a bit shaky, but worked as intended for the most part. This led to many of Ron's now competitors making comments on social media, like the Biden campaign tweeting, here's a link that works to their website, and mm -hmm. Trump talking about how his red button is bigger or some other asinine shit. A reporter even coined a new nickname for the Florida governor, calling him Ron Disaster. Now, for real. We can pick on Musk for firing all the people that could have avoided this and DeSantis for choosing the platform. But this is some serious Imperial March shit. 
I had to listen to that whole thing for work, and he is damn convincing. The first attempt that failed had nearly 700,000 listeners in climbing, not counting those who will still listen after. After This guy knows his peach trees from Petri dishes and knows how to get shit done. And that's the news, kids. Now, for more dumb shit, just follow everything on everywhere. It's all around us. You can't escape it if you tried. Just open your eyes and feel the immediate regret at existing. I, in fact, feel stupider just for sharing this all with you. Paul? In other news, McDonald's once sold bubblegum-flavored broccoli. Mm. Back to you, Corbs. Broccoli? That what? what? That that's what I said. What? You said what you said? I said what I said. That would actually be kind of gross. Tasty. No, no. Move on. Yeah, gross is the word I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, not much going on sports wise, so we will uh talk about my trip. To Rochester, because everybody goes to Rochester for fun. Uh, so last Friday, the 19th of this May, uh, my golfing buddies and I went to the PGA Championship that was held at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. So we had got we had bought tickets uh, over a year ago uh, when we realized it was coming to Oak Hill. Um, so we got tickets. We all you know we. So we decided we were going to try to be there when the gates opened. Tea, first tea time was at seven o'clock. The gates usually open about thirty minutes beforehand. That's the way it was down in Augusta. Um, so we we waited and waited and. And, and waited until the tea times came out, which they came out uh, Tuesday afternoon. So we could determine like what time we wanted to be there by. So um, we finally the gates open at, at 6.30. So we wanted to be there uh, about six, six o'clock or so. Um, so we left here at 4.30 a.m. So I took a day off from work only to get up an hour before I actually normally get up to drive to a golf tournament, which in itself is fine. Um, just uh, I didn't I didn't get the whole having to leave that early, um, but it, it did work out in our favor. And I will say this to them if they ever said anything. Um, we were one of the first hundred people on the golf course on Friday morning. Um we walked in, went into the pro shop, um, which was a giant tent. Um, but it, it, I mean, it had everything you could think of. So we walked in to kind of get an idea of what we were looking for. Um, we walked through there. Um, they had shirts for guys, girls. They had hats, golf balls, flags, anything you think of that, that had it had the PGA emblem on it. There was stuff there for um, Oak Hill Country Club. Uh, so we, we didn't buy anything at first, so we decided to go out. We we went out. We got something to eat because they had breakfast. You could get with our with our tickets. You could get any food, <clears throat> any non alcoholic drink for free. Nice. Uh, you, they gave you a bracelet. They gave you a bracelet, and it was a certain color. 
and you could just walk up and you just showed them I got a Gatorade and a breakfast sandwich. And they're like, okay. And they, they had to mark it down, but you got it for free. If you wanted alcohol, you had to you had to buy the alcohol, which is understandable. Um so we started, we we so we got there, we headed out to the golf course, we watched the first group tee off on hole number one, and then we started we so we walked down the first fairway. Um, and we cut over to, oh, we walked up alongside of two, and then we walked over up this giant hill. And at the top of the hill, you could see the the first green, the second second green, um, the third green, the 11th green, and the, or the 12th green, and the 13th tee off area. So we got to see all of that because they were going off both sides. So they're going off one and 10 because there were so many people on the, there were so many players at the golf course. So we got this. We stood there for a little bit. We got we watched some guys play up, up to uh, to twelve and tee off on thirteen, um, and then we headed out across to three. We watched three for a few minutes. And then we headed out towards the backside of the, the front nine. Um, I was going because my favorite golfer was going to be there, and I wanted to go and see him play. Um, so I got a chance to see uh, Ricky Fowler, who's the guy that I like. Um, I like watching him play golf. I, uh, every week I'd see where he's he ends up. <clears throat> so he was teeing off on the backside at about 8.30 or so. So we were kind of – we were at the other end of the golf course when he teed off. So we started making our way back. And the guys I was with knew that I wanted to, to go and see him. He was playing with another guy that everybody kind of knows and likes, and that was Phil Mickelson. So um, we headed back to the towards the clubhouse – um, and the group in front of them, which had some of the bigger big name golfers in it, Dustin Johnson was in it. Um, he's a live live golf tour guy now. Um, he was there. There was some, a couple other guys I can't remember who played in the group with him, but they were coming off eleven to, to twelve. So we stopped at twelve. We watched them tee off, and then we cut across. We cut behind the tee box on twelve and got to eleven as uh, Phil Mickelson and Ricky Fowler and those guys were coming up to the green. So we got a chance to excuse me, see them. Well, you couldn't really get to the green because everybody was around the green. So we kind of had to stand off the back a little bit. Um, you could you got to see them putt. And then we walked, there's a, it was a rope that we kind of walked, I kind of walked the rope and I was right next to the rope. And then the, it was Ricky Fowler, Phil Mickelson and Patrick Canley. They came, they walked out behind the green. So or behind the tee box, so you could see them. So they actually were literally walking right in front of, of me, so I actually was able to get a couple of great pictures of Ricky Fowler and Phil Mickelson and stuff like that. So that was nice to get a chance to see them. I was going, we were going to try to follow them for a little bit, but we decided to head towards um, the clubhouse again because my one of my buddies was having some issues with his back. Oh. It, um, so we decided to go and give him. A, we we're going to let him give him a chance to sit down, and so we headed for the. We actually headed for the. Um, clubhouse we're going to go back in and, and buy some gifts because it we had everybody kind of wore like shorts and a jacket and then the sun came out and it got hot so we were like okay well we want a place to put our jackets now so we figured we'd buy stuff at the, the clubhouse you get a bag you put your coat in there and then they'll store the bag for you you can just pick it up at oh, the nice. end of the night yeah yeah for and it only cost you five bucks to store it hell you could have shipped it home if you wanted to but because we live, you know, an hour away, that was that would have been stupid. So, so we we went to the club. We went to the clubhouse, um, 
bought a few things. Then we sat down for a few minutes, gave our buddy a chance to to um, let his back kind of rest a little bit. Um, met this nice couple while we were sitting there, a guy and his wife and their two daughters. Uh, the lady actually was working at, she worked at the tournament. She volunteered. And so we were asking, you know, well, how do you volunteer? How do you get picked to volunteer? And she said, we well, have to be asked to volunteer. Oh, wow. Which I thought was kind of strange. So you have to, you have to contact the PGA and then they have to ask if you want to volunteer. And if you say yes, you have to pay them $250 to volunteer. Wow. I think Which, somebody exactly, needs I was, I thought, to learn thought, what the definition of volunteer yeah, is. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a None volunteer. Yeah. I bet I that's a way to avoid you. paying people or, or labor taxes or something. So you're right. So you know, we, we didn't get into that with her, but she said, when you volunteer, you only work two days. You can pick the two days that you want to work, but you get into the tournament for the entire week for free. So if you work, if you work Monday, Tuesday in the practice rounds, you can go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for free. You have to, and everything you get the food, you get the same, what we got the past we got, you get the same pass. You don't have to pay for anything. You don't pay for the food. You don't pay for the drinks, non-alcoholic drinks. So her husband bought online, went on the StubHub and bought a champion's pass for 60 bucks. And that got him into everything because the, the volunteer one doesn't get you into like the high society spots, but the champions one does. So they bought the champion one and then they could use that one and they got everybody into the, all the special places that you couldn't go all the other times. So she said that was the way to do it. It was to volunteer. So we, we talked to him for a few minutes about the, the quote unquote volunteering. Um, so what it is like, if, if you're asked to volunteer in the golf courses and other side of the country. So let's say we volunteered to work the U S open, which is in LA this year. And we get, we say, yeah, we want to volunteer. We want to come and work it. We pay in the $250. We have to pay our own way out there and have to pay for our own stay. Everything else is free. The golf, the golf is free. You get to go to the tournament for free. They give you a bunch of swag when you go there, all of it's free, but you have to pay for everything else. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it would, would be worth it to be honest with you. Right. If it was something where I volunteered to work at Oak Hill and I could drive back and forth every day, might be worth it. They were from Rochester when we were talking to them, but she was saying that there's people that come in from, from Oregon, Washington. So they fly in, they pay for their flight in, they pay for a hotel. They get a group of people that, that come with them. So they split it up and stuff like that. So it was pretty weird. It was pretty wild, though, to, to, to talk to her about that stuff. And then we ran into him on the golf course a little bit later, and, you know, got to get a pretty good chuckle out of it. Because, I mean, it's you're at a golf course, you're 18 holes, there's 10,000 people in there, and you run into somebody you just talked to 30 minutes ago. It's pretty wild to do something like that. So, so we, I mean, like I said, we, we walked around uh, all day. Um, we were only there till well, we were there late i guess i think we left at like seven or eight o'clock so we were there pretty much all day long nice so but it was a good it's a good time um why when we were driving back i mean we were all exhausted we were and like and my buddy's truck we we're driving back and we were uh making plans for our next major to go to 
So, because um, the U.S. Open is the U.S. Open this year is in Los Angeles, so that's out of the question, at least for me. Uh, I can't <laughs> afford can't afford to fly to Los Angeles, um, but in two years it's going to be in Pittsburgh. So we're kind of thinking about maybe driving down for a day or whatever, making a weekend out of it. Um, we can go down to the tournament and golf one day and taking a Pirates game or, or a series or whatever. I mean, it's the Pirates. You can get tickets. They're cheap. Um, so, and then in, I want to say three or four years. So two years. So this year, not this year, they're in Los Angeles. Next year, they're in North Carolina. Year after that, they're in Pittsburgh. They're someplace else. And then the year after that, they're in New York city. And then they're someplace else again. And then they're back in New York. So two year, two in times in three years, they're going to be in New York playing in the U.S. Open. So the second the second time they're here, they're going to be at Wingfoot, which is in north of Yonkers, so down in New York City area. Mm-hmm. It's like fifteen minutes from Connecticut. Okay. So, so I, it's that's in that's in two thousand and twenty eight. So I think that might be the year that I go to the U.S. Open, and I talk to my I talk to the disenchanted voice. And uh, I thought, I said, well, maybe if, if I get tickets, would you like to go with me? He said, well, we got a few years to think about it. I was like, I just wanted to know. If so like good to know. <laughs> right. I mean, because I want to buy tickets when they come. The tickets aren't available yet to buy them. Um, they won't be available for a couple of years. So I, what I may do is <clears throat> in two years, not this year, but two years from this year's tournament. So 2025, 2025. I may go to Pittsburgh with my buddies to go to it for a day. And then right. maybe in a couple of years after that, three or four years after that, I may take Bryce with me to, to another one just to, just to go and have him and I do something like that together. So, so, but it was a great time, um, you know, um, just cause it involves golf, everything. I don't know what it is about the, the sport. Um, I enjoy playing it. It's for me, it's relaxing. A lot of people don't understand it. Um, I think I've mentioned this before for me, it's just, it's, it's relaxing. I don't try to beat anybody. I'm not out there competing against anybody. Um, it's just, a re- for me, it's, it's a relaxing time to play. Um, actually this coming weekend. Um, so Saturday this weekend or Sunday, which is the more day weekend, we're actually playing turning stone, which is the, we're playing the second hardest course in the state. So should be a should be a fun time up there. Um, I've been trying to get the guys up there for a couple of years now. Uh, Justin and I played it a couple of falls ago. And then we tried to get up there last year. I made a couple of tee times up there last year, and it rained when we tried to go. So we uh, and we had a bag on going up there those those couple of times. And then uh, so this year I, I I've been asking them like, hey, let's let's go. I tried to get them to go early in the season up there. Because they have the like the off season rates, which mm-hmm. is like well, I'd say a hundred bucks cheaper, or not hundred bucks cheaper, like twenty five bucks cheaper. But with your turning stone card, it's an extra twenty bucks off, so it's like forty five dollars cheaper to play it. So, but we decided to go up during. So now it's in season rates, so it's one hundred and twenty five to play it. Gotcha. So, but with your turning, with your, with your turning stone card, it's a hundred bucks. So, 
Nice. So we're going to do that on, on Sunday. So, and then obviously we still play up at Northern Pines and, you know, after all the rain we've had, it had, didn't really rain. Actually hasn't really rained in like two weeks or it rained today. Yeah. Um. So, but the course up there is pretty good. Is that, and, the, and those guys have gotten the course in pretty good shape. Um. So we're hoping, hoping that it gets a little bit better. Um. There's a few things that we've, <laughs> we've suggested as members politely suggested, I guess. Um, so we're hoping maybe they'll take some suggestions into, into, into account. Play. Yeah. Into account. So we'll see. Nice. I have a suggestion. Sure. Can we take a piece of cardboard and super glue, you know, about a hundred thumbtacks pointy side up and then have you put that in front of you during the podcast? <laughs> Oh, for banging on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> You'd see me up here going boom, boom when you were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's. Uh, do we have anything to add to this? Because obviously Jack's not here, so we're not doing trivia. What about yeah. wrestling? I mean, unless you wanted to talk wrestling, I. Um, what do we what do we have to really discuss there? Um, Night of Champions is coming up this Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, one p.m. at a Jeddah, Saudi Looks Arabia. Like a good show. Um, I I, I question the storyline decisions. Um, with Cody, I, I I don't know what they're getting at that. Like he's possibly has a broken arm going into this match. I just I don't. He he oh, has a broken arm. Um. Well, he has well, a broken they, they, arm. They they haven't actually confirmed that, have they? Um, Hunter confirmed it for us. Well, no, right? he said you no. Know, he said that it it wasn't an X ray or anything. It wasn't like he saw the doctors. Hunter was just like, I know that look. I know that arm's broken. Yeah, but he's not a fucking doctor. He's a wrestler. So, <laughs> um, they could come back and say, well, no, it's just really sprained or something. I guess I just don't get it. I mean, the the only potential. I mean, if they want Brock to win in Saudi Arabia, because. Brock's huge in Saudi Arabia. That's the only reason he's going. He's one of their big draws. Um, I guess he could beat Cody and Cody could not lose any luster, even without the broken arm angle. Um, he Cody beat him last time. So, you know, he owes him one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I thought that was going to be a one-off and I, they're, they're kind of dragging it out and I just don't see where they're going with it. And, and what are they going to put the tag belts on Roman too? What the fuck? No, I, I, I think this is our, our final statement on the whole Sammy and KO against the bloodline. Oh, like how, how is, it. how is Sammy even going to be there? Uh, they, they walked it back. They, they changed the, the policy um, with the um, international law, something or other. Okay. Yeah, that's that's why he's going. Also, why KO is going because I guess he also refused to go in solidarity with Sammy. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering so. about. I was expecting them to drop the belts before Saturday. And, yeah. Uh, that's clearly not going to happen now. Right. Um. No. It's. I, I see them coming out because they've got a good thing going with them, and they're going to keep it that way. I think. But we'll see. What do you know? Huh? I don't know. I think. I well, I mean, they, they kind of want to take the belts off them or one of them because have you noticed they've been pushing the tag teams a lot more like this past the past week? Because I, I had to watch my whole vacation's worth of wrestling 
all at once back to back. And I yeah. realized that they're actually now that they after the brand split or the the draft, they're actually they look like they're trying to build a tag division, and it actually looks interesting. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's and I I do wish that they would break up the titles again, give each show their own because it's it's gonna. It kind of ruins the whole brand split thing when your champions are jumping back and forth. Yeah. Like, we don't need that. But. I think they're doing that because they're trying to get back to, like, the Attitude Era. Where teams were, everybody was on both shows. Well, they yeah. could do that by just not doing a draft. Right. And just ignore <laughs> it and just continue on. But, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. That's But that's, I, I, I guess you need to do the draft to get this other title. So... So Seth's title, as far as I'm concerned. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's not much else going on. Not a whole lot to discuss leading up to it. That, I mean, so, some people in my household believe that Cody really broke his arm, and I'm going to let her continue that. But it's hey, a babe is alive. Yes, at least with Madison. <laughs> is Kevin but, awake? Yep, you woke him up. <laughs> all right well then i guess if there's nothing else to talk about weekly topic yes thank you because i almost forgot uh, this week's weekly topic what was your favorite school lunch when you were in school after the break kevin <laughs> stick with us guys we'll be right back Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. time for our weekly topic let me reiterate big face um <laughs> what was your favorite school lunch as a child Kevin. Kevin seems like he wants to go first oh pizza 
any particular reason. There was just it was just pizza. Yeah, because I don't know. I was in high school before we ever had it, and then okay. See now that's all that's... of a sudden it happened, and I was like, okay, I'll eat school lunch. Yeah, yeah, because apparently now that's like an option every day. It is. Oh, so really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. School's a lot different than we went there. Mm. You don't get like every day. You they send you the the, the menus. Yes. The menus. At the high school, it's like a smorgasbord of food. Yeah. Even yeah, in like, the middle school now. Yeah. Because now you can yeah. get, like, you can elect to get wraps and salads and all this other shit. Yeah. So. Like catering to everybody now. Yeah. Before it was, here's what here's what's for lunch. If you don't yeah. like it, bring your Option own. Option A, option B. Always what's with a fruit cup. What's the breakover point for free lunches anymore? Like, how much do your parents have to make? Uh, it doesn't necessarily go like that. City of Syracuse, no. it's all free lunches. It's oh, all free. It's not. We do. There are payments, but I mean, also special needs kids, like those families and everything, I have the option for free lunches and stuff in Liverpool. Um, I mean, because clearly we wouldn't. We do well enough. We would not fit that line for free lunches, but it was offered to us because Madison. So, dude, take the free food. I mean, they won't let me just show up at the school. I've tried. I'm like, Fuck I'm that. hungry. Yeah, just the worst part about that. that. Take the free food. Avery gets free lunches, and she will not eat school lunches. She refuses. Madison's the same way. She wants to pack her own lunch. I'm like, yep. no. Well, no. A- Avery just grabs um, for that uh, shit. an Uncrustable out of the freezer, puts it in her bag. It's thawed by lunch. That's what she eats every day. If she remembers, half the time she doesn't even eat lunch. Because she's figuring out how to fucking put the atoms together in the micro mac macro. Dude, I do not shit. want this my kids a genius thing to become a regular band. <laughs> you you need to spend more than five minutes with her. I was gonna say I don't think it's a bit with Kevin. Like I I think this is his impression of her. Yes. Is this is she Avery okay. Hawking? I just think no now hold on now just follow my reasoning for a second. What if? She's just thinking at a different pace or a different level. And the the things around her or the experiences that she is, you know, in, in as a part of aren't at the level that she's at. I mean, it, 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 she would seem like she's, you know, combative or um, argumentative when really She's just trying to figure out how to fill it, fit it all in together, and she can't. She can't do that because she doesn't have the tools yet, because she doesn't have the experience to make it all work together. So she's I understand. She's past, she's past where everyone else is. I understand what you're process. saying. I've known people like that. I really, really wish that was the case, but it's not. Okay. I promise you. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So how about we get back to those school lunches? Yeah, why don't Whatever. We? I'm sorry. I just No, I, you're that's, fine. That's exactly how I see it because I've seen other kids like that. But whatever. Uh, not my you? kid, not my yes, fucking dime. My, whatever. my favorite school lunch was Deli Day. They started doing that when I was in middle school or high school. What? Did I fuck you up or something? You you got, You've got I'm, creepy hands. You, you touched him in yeah. his from Mondo. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I was just so excited when they started doing that. Ham, lettuce, 
tomato, tons of onions. And the onions at school were always good because they sliced them way ahead of time. So they had a time to like gas out. So they tasted like onion, but they they weren't, you know, sometimes you slice a fresh onion and it's like a little too much and overpowering. They were perfect. Slather no, so hungry. much mayonnaise on it. It Well, you know what it looks like after you eat a sandwich with lots of mayonnaise. It's it's pretty NSFU or NSFW. But um, oh, I looked forward to that. We only did it once a month. And it was so good, and I'm sure I smelled so bad, which really explains a lot of my high school career. Uh, but I loved it. All right, I'm gonna jump ahead, Corbs, because he basically yeah. took mine. Same That's idea, so but cool. ours wasn't just ham; it was basically like a mixed meat sandwich. Okay, and it was packaged with the fucking um, potato skins. Oh, yeah. The okay. the the chips, potato skins. You know what yep, I mean? I know. Before they got bought out by TGI Fridays or whatever. Which they have now and they're not the same. So and, and how was it in your school, Hugh? Like when, when the lunch bell would ring, did everybody run like a fucking crazy person to get in line? No. And we had oh. separate lunch periods. They kind of split yeah. up. <clears throat> we my, had a, my... a few lunch periods, but still it was like a fucking mob scene. Like people oh. would just run to get there in time to get in line because everybody in the school had to have deli day. Yeah. It well, got to the point where teachers would let us out a little bit early to make it, you know, safe for the children again. Yeah, no. I mean, my school wasn't that big. It was APW. Oh, our school wasn't big. I mean, I graduated with 88 kids. But <laughs> yeah, right? That was like one class for you guys. Yeah. And 88 <clears throat> kids in my homeroom. Exactly. 88 kids in the bathroom at once. I mean, Jesus. Seriously. All right, but go ahead, Corbs, bring it home. <laughs> All right. Well, mine isn't anything like that. Mine was uh just the the, the chicken sandwich. It was just the chicken, chicken sandwich on sandwich. chicken sandwich on a hamburger bun. Do you mean a chicken patty? Chicken patty. Chicken sandwich. Oh, those chicken are good patty. too. Yep. Mine was better because it was free. And it was only free because I stole it every day. Okay, I thought we were getting out early, but now you now you have to explain this story. <laughs> so every day, I mean, I I would wear I would wear my Letterman's jacket. You'd wear some rags. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So I had my Letterman's coat on, <laughs> um, and or I would have like my big like parka on, which had deep pockets. Oh, hold on, time out. We're talking mid nineties. It wasn't yeah. a parka. It was your fucking starter jacket. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the North Carolina Hornets or whatever. No, because that seemed to be the one that everyone got. No, no, no. My, my I don't even. I can't even tell you. I think mine was a Chicago Bulls one. I think to be honest. Ah, uh, that would be the I think second that's what guess. It might have been, but I would wear that every day, and I literally would mm. pick up the sandwich in my hand, and then I would. Vomit like into the coat. Is that where you're going? Oh, I would just put it in my pocket. Like I put my hands in my pocket, and then just I would buy like He's a got belt. one hand in his pocket. <laughs> yep, and I and then it became a thing where I, he orange Cassidy that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, you already have three. God damn it! And the best part about it is, is like I I could buy it for a buck. Or even I think it might even been fifty cents. Like my mom would give me like two bucks for lunch, and I just pocketed the money, 
So I'd be walking around with a wad of ones in my pocket for like two weeks worth of lunches. And I would, I would use strip it. club. I would use it, you know, I would use it to buy other things or whatever or, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I used to, you know, I was a, I was an athlete in my school. I was a star athlete in my school and I, I was stealing lunches. I don't know. See, I don't even understand how you did that. And our, where the food was, there was like the metal shelving yep. where you slid your tray along. There was a gap of about three feet there. So you go in one side and there's a wall and mm-hmm. that's where you go. And at the end of that line, there's a woman the size of mm-hmm. a dump truck taking the payments. There's no, there's no stealing shit at our school. You've got to understand. Corbs went to CNS. There was more people in that school than there are in most like like supermax prisons. Oh. <laughs> he's not he's not wrong. So when you were when you were in the the area, like you had a line out the door for the, to get into the to place to buy the food or get the food. But when you got in there, like you could walk in, you would walk in and you could walk around people. Like the Thunderdome in that bitch. <laughs> yeah, you could. There, there would be thirty kids in there. It would be a mob scene in there. You could just be standing in the standing there. And not even be noticed. Like I would literally, like I, my my buddy and I would would go in there, and I would steal. He, he would steal one. I would steal one. Some days I would steal two. Your buddy Damon? No, 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 no. Oh. Another, another, another friend of mine. All right. Uh, I mean, let's do. He was a little he was, history he was lesson. A big, a bigger kid. So, but yeah, it just. So a little always... history lesson here. I've known Carbs for what about ten years now. More than that. 12. Oh, yeah, at about, least. 10 years. about 10 years. Yeah. Um, Corbs has known my wife since high school. Yeah. Him and one of his best friends, Damon. Um, we, we sat down at his graduation party from ITT um, for me to be regaled with stories about how much of a bitch my wife was in high school. His buddy Damon had such glee <laughs> to tell me about these stories. Also, his buddy Damon, and I shit you not, this is not a joke. College roommates with John Cena. Oh wow! Yes, there's him and John is is still one of his closest friends. So, and they would they travel. So he invites him and his wife down and the kids down every year to his house in Tampa, and they go down and spend the spend a week with him in Tampa, Florida. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Now here's my question. Can you get Damon to pull some strings for us? I haven't talked to Damon in years. Really? Yep. Okay, this is not this is not good podcast radio though. We'll have that discussion another time. Yeah. Because no one knows who Damon is other than what I've just said. So yeah. moving on. Um that that was it. Everybody everybody did their weekly yeah. topic, yeah. right? Kevin, who's your friend? This is Sunshine, and Sunshine. she never lets me hold her. Yeah, she doesn't look happy with you. Well, but she's not trying to get down either. So I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. And you just slapped her in the face. What the fuck, dude? No, I didn't. I saw I just, it. Did you see it, Hugh? I did. That's cat abuse. No, when I did that. Wow. That was yeah, like, look at her. Look at the face on that cat. She's wow. terrified. The face is gone. Oh my god. There's. <laughs> there's he slapped her head off. Her there's distance there that you guys aren't seeing. I'm just, we're just fucking with you, dude. Kevin is not abusing his cat, okay? It's, we're going hey, there. Kevin, it's funny. That's the same thing with my daughter. There's distance there that you're not seeing. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm you, lost. Paul, 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 I, you I, just, 
Did you get just it. did you just say that Kevin was not abusing his pussy? No, I was very, very clear when I said cat because I knew it was gonna devolve into that. <laughs> yeah, it did anyways, because let it roll. Because Corbs. Right. Because <laughs> my my uh my criminal mind went there. He saw an opportunity and he went for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh let's me let me let's me look. Let's me look. Um all right. This is where we're at in the show. Guys, what are you watching? <gasps> oh go ahead, okay. Kev. I, I got a couple. I mean go on, so, cat beater. So, yes, my this is my kitty. I'm I'm beating my kitty. He loves it. Poor so cat. I've been watching this series on Netflix that I really didn't think I'd like in the beginning. Uh the recruit. It's about a, a CIA lawyer. Um, fucking lawyers. It actually turns out to be pretty good. By the time you get to the end of the first season, it's like, okay, I, I like this. And and they just renewed it for a second season. So nice. What is it on? Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Did he say that already? He did say that. I don't yeah. know. Pay attention. But I'd be I, I'm just making sure the cat's said, okay. I'm focused on the cat. It was renewed for a second season, so that can. Uh, okay, that's where that's where the confusion is. Oh that's where the yes, yes, is. yes. You wouldn't expect that on Netflix. You're right. So, um, so Kevin, Kevin, is that based on the t- Is that based on the movie, The Recruit, with uh, Colin Farrell, Al Pacino? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Kevin doesn't know something. Wait, 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 wait. I think I've seen that movie, but what He's is that? Bullshit! All of that one about. So, but John Farrell gets recruited into the CIA or an agency. I don't think it ever really says what it is, but they, he, he's not a lawyer. He's, he's like, a, he's in the military, I believe, or something like that. So, God, so I probably think I've not. seen that movie. It's not, it's, it's from, it's a while. It's been a while since it was out. It could be a spin yeah. on that. It, it, it could be because, you know, it might have some of the aspects to it, but, a little bit, a little bit different because it's a, it's actually the um, the law, the, the the lawyers that would be in the CIA and okay. kind of what they have to deal with with the different CIA operatives and some of the shit they get into. So, I, I, I really, like I said, I really didn't think I'd like it. It kept coming up as a suggestion, so I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck? I'll I'll watch an episode or two, and then I I continued watching it. Whatever, whenever Kathy was away, she was she was you know traveling for. Um, like a uh, in one of her audits or something, I would just watch an episode or two, and and I just happened to finish it up today, and and uh, it's it's all right, it's pretty good. I would suggest it as something if you have absolutely nothing better to do. Um, Kathy and I both watched together uh, a series on Netflix called The Imperfects, and that is very good. Um, the the characters I found you could really get you know, get into and you could, you could like them. The main characters are, are people that, you know, you would, you, you enjoy and you're interested in and you're concerned with. So they did a good job story writing on that. Um, I'm not going to really go into what the details are other than to say um, some people are chemically imbalanced changed. Right. So they're part of a, part of a program that they weren't really privy to. And because of the chemicals they're given, they, they get changed. But it has but, um, nothing to do with the uh, Marvel-themed fighting game that was out, like PlayStation 3, right? That era? Not. No. 
Although, although every one of the every one of the uh, people that that get changed have different um, abilities, let's say. Okay. So anyway, and then you know we started we started a series that has been out for quite a while on Netflix, and I really didn't think I'd like it because I saw the previews of it and I've seen the original movie. I love the original movie, and I really didn't think I'd like the series. But we started it, and we found out that we really, really like it, and it's called Shooter. So uh, if you with uh, Ryan Phillippe. Yep. If yeah, you've seen the original that. movie, yep. If you've seen the original movie with Mark Wahlberg, yep. you know that it, it really is a good movie. If you like an action suspense type movie, um, as far as the acting and you know maybe storyline, it's a little rough. Um, there's they they take some liberties in, you know. Some of the some of the action sequences aren't really realistic, um, but it is a very good movie. I think I like the I like the movie. I enjoy it a lot. Um, but the, the the series they change the story just enough to make this this series work, and 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 we like it a lot. We're 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 you know sitting here just anxious for the next uh, the next episode. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It's. They canceled it. It was it used to start started out on USA. Oh. Yeah, it started on USA and then I think it went to Netflix for a season or two and then it, they canceled it. So So you're telling me it has nothing to do with a douchey golf pro? No. Who who no, dabbles in real no. estate? Different shooter. Hmm. Not shooter McGavin, shooter shooter as in long distance, next best thing to being there. I, I, I've heard he eats pieces of crap like you for breakfast. <laughs> easy easy Grizzly Adams. He eats crap. Yep. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. <laughs> okay. I'm done. I'm really done. I swear. <laughs> uh you, what about you, buddy? Only thing I really want to talk about. Fear the Walking Derp. I mean, Fear the Walking Dead came oh, back. Shit, did that come back? Fear the Walking yeah, Derp? Yeah, it's back. Andrew Shambliss and Ian Goldberg should never have a job again. I, I'm just flummoxed at how stupid this show continues to get. They flip-flopped. They've been bad and then good for a season here and there. Um, I was hoping. This is the final season. And, I mean, does anyone here even care about that show anymore? Okay. I'm sure um, it got recorded. I, I didn't, I didn't I, I, know it was I, bad. Well, here, here's, Two episodes recorded. Yeah. Here's the thing. They've done what they've done every season. They're stealing from themselves. They flip-flopped again. Last season, um, Morgan was all hope. And um, who's Madison? Madison was all no, it's all horrible. Now they do a seven-year time jump. Morgan is all no, the world's awful. And Madison is all hope. And this is what they've done before. Morgan flip-flops like every season and has to get his whatever back. And... They split everybody up again, so we're going to spend half the season with bottle episodes finding all of the characters. I mean, this literally is the same story these fuckers have written five times, except this time everybody's acting against the characterizations we know because, you know, at the end of last season, we thought Padre was going to be a good thing, and then we find out they're stealing babies. Guess what? Everybody on the cast went to work for Padre. Of course they did. I, I'm just, I just, none of this makes fucking sense. And that's, that's not to say that the stories themselves aren't making sense. 
I mean, oh my God. I mean, what I don't understand is this. Okay. Um, Lenny James Morgan, he, he's kind of a respected actor, you know, um, what's her face? Jenna Elfman is respected. I, none of these actors gone to the producers and said, this writing really fucking blows. I, I, how does this happen? Five seasons, these guys have taken what I used to call the better Walking Dead show. I mean, maybe the, the first one they did wasn't bad, but how is it mm. nobody has called them on this? I mean, the fact that they've written the same story five times, what money? They're losing viewers. They've, oh, they're, they're definitely losing, losing viewers, viewers, but they've still got Walking Dead money but, to play with. But see, it, it's like if I turned in the same book report with the names changed five times in a row, I would fail the class. I, I just I, I don't I don't get it. You know, it's not like this is a little indie thing. It's not like it's on fucking freebie. This is AMC. They've become one of the fucking powerhouses in the television industry. They make some awesome, awesome shit. But this one show, I mean, Walking Dead had a bad season, maybe two, or it wasn't as good. And then it got better. But they didn't literally carbon copy the story over and over again. I mean, how many times have we seen everybody separated at the beginning of the season? Every time. It's yeah. almost every season. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch to the end, but what the fuck? I would say that The Walking Dead, after, um, the fuck was the kid's name? Carl. Huh? Glenn, Carl. No, 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 no. Fear The Walking Dead. Oh, um, Nick. Nick. After he, after, after they killed Nick off, the show went drastically downhill. Oh my God, I was so excited when they killed him off. I fucking I, hated him. I was too. I was I was glad he was gone. I just didn't like most of the characters from the original characters. But I digress. But I, I but I, you know, you have to you have to admit once he once they once he was gone, the show took a nosedive. It did, but it got better for a little for, while for like a season. Mm-hmm. The it, second it season better. of Fear was the best. After that. I'm trying to remember now because it's been I think a while. I liked was it the cattle rancher season? The, that, that wasn't when bad. they started introducing these these fantastical characters, you know, the, superheroes. Yeah. yeah, the superheroes. It was like, wow, this is really interesting. We're going to do some really wild stuff. These are people that these are people that so, survived the apocalypse. Let's see what they do. And then all of a sudden, they were just nothing. Oh, all right. I mean, a good example, a line of dialogue. From I think it was last week's episode, um, Madison and uh, Morgan are talking to each other, and she's like, "What happened to you? And you know, why why have you changed?" He's like, "I have to make up for something I did. It doesn't matter what it was, but I have to do it." And I'm just they're in the back of they're in the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. And, and did you catch that line? I'm like, I did. What the fuck did he just say? And, and and to be honest with you, that's the only, only thing I, I I saw from that entire episode. I saw just before that where uh, Dwight and Cherie were in the thing, and they had they put the Walker head on the arm, and it bit the. I would assume it was their kid. Yeah, I, 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 and and Dwight and Sherry. So apparently they get to Padre and hand their kid over to Padre and split up even though they still love each other, just to work for them. So basically, these people fight to be together for years to get her back from Negan, to find her. They have a kid, and they the first group they meet, they're like, here, have my kid. Oh, and yeah, we're going to separate now. I just, none of this makes fucking sense. 
Wow. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and delete those right out of the, the I'm DVR. Glad I, yep. I'm glad I. I, 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 I held on to them because I was wondering if we we're if we were all watching it, but uh, I guess I'm I'm done. I, I was I mean I was done after last year with it. I mean it was surviving a nuclear. Explosion. Yeah, once they dropped the nukes, I was out. It's I I keep watching, but it's just oh my god. So. It just gets comical, to be honest. Um, the only thing I've got is uh, is a show that understood that it was time and that's the cw's the flash that uh that's actually probably wrapping up as we were discussing earlier tonight that uh the final episode dropped tonight show's over that is the death now for the arrowverse it's all done so and that's all i've got because i've watched nothing uh, except monday night raw i didn't even know it was still on i know i didn't either i uh I started watching on uh, Amazon Prime a TV show called The, the Citadel. <gasps> How is that? Oh, it's freaking awesome. Really? Yeah. It's got uh, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Okay. He plays the he plays the male lead in it. And then uh, I can't pronounce it. It's per, per, is it Paranka? Jonas? The girl from Baywatch? The, the, the owner, the, the criminal? In Baywatch, the the lady that owned the the club. I don't know if you ever seen Baywatch with The Rock. I know Q hasn't. So she's she's the female lead. So they work for a company called the Citadel. They get um, ratted out basically, and they kill everybody in Fuckers. the Citadel. And they're the only two that survive, or as, as far as I know, they're the only two. But what it is is they've got a chip in the back of their underneath behind their ear. That of course, they, they, we all the do. Mission, they wipe their mind, but they back it up onto a hard, onto a, into a hard drive type of thing, so that they can get their memories back if they need to. Carbon black. Yeah. So, it, so I, I've only seen like the first two or three episodes of it. Um, but and the only reason I don't watch it is because I don't have Amazon Prime hooked up on my TV in my living room yet. So I have to watch it in my room. So what? When, when my mom's not here. I watch TV in the living room. When she's home, I watch TV in the bedroom. So I'll watch it. So. She's been at my sister's the past uh, past week watching. Uh, my sister's know, in New York City, so I, I know a guy that can help with your IT troubles. Is he working to help us get uh, Berkeley Dim? Fuck no. <laughs> and the other I'm thing not I, sure I, inputting your email and password is really a help desk worthy task. I can't type. The other thing that I uh, I saw over the weekend was I saw Fast X. Oh God! I didn't think it was that bad. I honest, people are giving it a lot of shit. Um, I didn't think it was all that bad. Jason Momoa's character in it, though, he seems fun. Oh, he's a riot in it. Like I, I literally was laughing the whole time he's on the screen. But he, he is. How do you how do you put it? Over the top. Over the top, Jack Sparrow. Perfect. That's what that's way he comes off. He's very that was my impression of the previews. Yeah. Yeah. He's like very flamboyant ish. But does he do the run? <laughs> no, but he isn't really running in the but he's yes, he's got those those are the mannerisms he's got in it, Paul. Outstanding. So it's it, it was good. I know that they're they're talking about it's uh supposed to be a two part, but um, whoever's 
sending it out and ask them to do a th- ask them to do a third one. So it's going to be a three part finale. It's going to. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, nope. they, they, well, they just can't be done with it. Well, no. They okay, can, so they can't quit you. <laughs> so, so Vin said that he wanted he wanted the two part, and then he wanted it to be done. MG, it's MGM, I think, is the one putting out. They came to him and said, sure. "We want you to continue on with this. This is a money maker." Sure. Which is true. Yeah. And he's like, "There's only so much you can do. You I can't mean, they've keep gone to space game. for fuck's sake." Right. That was you so can't... fucked up. Yeah, that was stupid. You can't keep doing the same shit over and over. At some point, something is you're going to run out of shit to do. He goes, "We've come to that point." Fine, you want to do a three part finale? Then fine, we'll do that. After that, we're done. Now they may branch off and and stuff. You got the Luke, Luke, uh, you got the Hobbs and Shaw. Well, they've tried that, yeah, they've tried, yeah, they tried that. Um, and you you know that Hobbs and or not Hobbs Johnson and Diesel don't get along, mm-hmm. so The Rock hasn't been in it for a while. He has a cameo well, in yes. it, he's coming back, and again, with characters dying and not actually dying it's it, it, it's 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 weird and it's strange it's so fucked up i mean yeah. you capture you capture the audience's emotions by by drastically changing you know the the landscape right and it happens in so many movies you you've killed the character off or you've wiped their memory or whatever the case may be yeah. But he's like, oh no, look at they're come back, they're still alive. Or look, he still it has his memories. No, yeah, let it, it go. It happens, it happens in 10. Of course so it if does. You see it, if you if you do go see it, Kevin, I don't know if you're planning on see it. I know you're you no, like that. I won't I won't go pay for it. When it comes out, you'll understand what I what I mean by it happens in this one too. So yeah, standing for it. I already decided that. I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for um what the hell is the one you just went to see, Paul? Guardians, Guardians three. Yeah, I'm not paying for that either. No, you decided that since I last talked about it off mic, huh? No, I just decided, you know, before I'm like, you know, none of these, none of these really have the pull for me to take me back into the theater. Well, you Guardians me. three was really fucking good. Really fucking good. Best Marvel movie in Is God it, knows how long. Same director for all three, right? Yes. James Gunn. See, yes. that's that might make it worthwhile because the consistency would be there, and it's very well done, very emotional soundtrack. Again, fucking kicks ass. I heard. But I don't want to go too far part. into it. Yeah. So, so, but I don't have anything else. Me either. All right. You can drop your nuggets. All right. Never let anyone treat you like a yellow starburst. You are a goddamn pink starburst, and don't let anyone tell you any different. Good night, everybody, and mega money, bitches. You want to see my pink starburst? This has been a Geek Pod Network production. Yo. What? This is just fucking go? Because it doesn't really? look like it. It looks like just fucking stop and don't say anything. Am yeah. I am I supposed to just pick it up? You're not there's nothing, right? R- r- right. Like how oh, I always okay. do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I guess I've been away too long. <laughs>